1: Welcome to Brother Date, I am Matthew. I'm Judah. What's going on, uh, Mrs. Carmichael? Is that, is that the name of the landlady in that terrible episode of Star Trek?
0: Uh, I think it is, but you'll get to it before I will. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> well, you're Mrs. Carmichael.
0: I'm in the, uh... She could barely read.
1: Yeah, she was really... She was ignorant. Yeah. I believe is what you say.
0: I'm in the middle of a little bit of a situation with my car, um... The goddamn thing has six tail lights, right? You know, Mustang style. Yeah, and um, I, I think one of them's loose. Loose. You ever burned out a tail
1: light? Yes, I did it recently, and I I replaced it myself because I'm so handy. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm super handy.
0: You know how the primary symptom that you've burned out a tail light is the blinker on that side goes twice as fast.
1: I did not know that. My primary symptom was uh, some weirdo in a truck told me to roll down my window and he went, Just want to let you know one of your taillights is out.
0: Oh, well, that's neighborly.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Thank you, sir.
0: Uh, well, on my car, when you have a burned out taillight, and I've had this car for 11 years, I've burned four or five of them bitches out. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: the blinker on that side goes twice as fast.
1: Well, I know you you brake um, with more energy, and that uses more taillight energy, is that correct?
0: It seems likely. Okay. Uh, so, in my last two commutes home, the at the start of the commute, I've been getting that double fast blinker. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but then, over the course of the shitty, bumpy uh, freeway, yep. at some point it must shake back into position, because by the time I get home, it's normal speed blinker.
1: So it's just playing with you. By the time you can, like, check it out, it's, uh, it's already oh, right. working Right, and I fine. can't
0: even check it out myself. Like, I'd have to wait till Katie got home.
1: Dog, don't be stupid. I did it myself, because I'm so handy, by setting my phone down on the ground and having it take a video of my car while I braked.
0: Okay, yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> yeah. You're right, that's a solution to that problem. See? Uh, but anyway, by the time I get home where I can do something about it, the fucker's back in place, so. yeah. I've either got to, um, you know, have that not happen. Like, tomorrow Katie <laughs> yep. doesn't work, so if it happens to still be in fast mode when I get home, I can just have her come out and tell me which one. Right. Or do the phone thing.
1: Uh,
0: or this weekend I just have to open up that back panel and, like, manually tighten all of them bulbs.
1: Yeah, it's pre- I mean, it's pretty quick and easy. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like ten minutes. They but- all They're all, like, hand-turnable and everything, so it's... It's not like you need any special tools or nothing,
0: right? I'm not even sure mine screw in. I think they might just be push in.
1: Oh, okay. Mine, mine are kind of like you push them and you you have to like clockwise them into place.
0: Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure mine aren't that good. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's um, that's the minor irritation in my life right now, which I guess means it's not going so bad.
1: <laughs> that's a real, a real first world problem. <clears throat> yeah, kind of. Well, I just had a problem. Is that you told me you were ready to pod, and I was halfway through the world's largest peach, <laughs> and I was like trying to stuff the rest of it into my face as fast as I could. And this, there was just more peach
0: every well, time I bit said, one.
1: Every time I took a bite, there was more peach behind it.
0: If you said I need ten minutes, I'm eating a peach. I wouldn't have been like fuck you and fuck your peach.
1: Well, don't worry, I did finish it. But I, I but I was. I think this was some kind of record setter. I mean, it was like the size of a small melon.
0: I mean, if you fucking rushed it, you weren't enjoying that
1: peach. It's true. I did not enjoy the back half of that peach. <clears throat> yeah.
0: And then, you know, also, did you chew it properly?
1: Dog, it was so juicy. This was, a, I mean, really kind of an amazing peach in size and in quality. And I just got what it from the... Safeway. Just a Safeway peach. Just a
0: Safeway peach? Yeah. They're usually hard.
1: This one was not. Although, it's been in my uh, crisper for a while, so maybe it, it became soft. Mm. But, um... No, nah, that was a good peach. Good peach, everybody. There's your stuff.
0: I'm glad for you. I ate two good apples last night.
1: Ooh. There aren't yeah, really not. a lot of bad apples.
0: There are these envy apples. Mm. They're pretty good. They're real crunchy.
1: Yeah, I think I think a lot of people agree about Golden Delicious not being a great apple.
0: I think they're better than red delicious.
1: I don't. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Reds either. I feel like the you know
0: the mealiest apple.
1: <laughs> Are they? I feel like they're crisper. Aren't they crisper than the Golden Delicious? Mm,
0: that has not been my experience. Oh, okay, all right. We used to, I used to eat one of them shits every day with my lunch. So
1: yeah, I remember. I remember apple time. I mean,
0: they're definitely the cheapest apple, but I also don't feel like good apples were as widely available then.
1: Yeah, I think we did a thing where wild apples were growing for a long time, and you had a bunch of different varieties, and then we mega-farmed them into, like, three varieties, and then recently we've been like, we, we've we ruined all the species on this planet by mega-farming, and we need to, like, fucking, you know, get back some of these older breeds, and now we're starting to see more variety of produce and stuff again. So now you can get all kinds of um, pink ladies and variants thereof. Like a million
0: kinds. It seems like one thing we did not do that with is chili peppers.
1: No, still down to the basic four or five kinds or whatever.
0: No, but I mean, like, no, dog. You ever? There's like a hundred kinds of chili peppers. Oh, you
1: mean we never mega farmed them into yeah. the we never
0: the few we just never like what do you want? Well, you just got jalapenos or habaneros,
1: right? Um, I remember going through that list. it's always
0: been like fucking Anaheims and poblanos and. Serranos and etc. Uh,
1: there's that list that you can find that shows like the the heat of each pepper based on whatever the meather, measure of in of heat Scoville is. units. Yeah, yeah, Smoots or whatever.
0: The measure is how much sugar you have to add to the water
1: to neutralize the heat. But I just I want to know what these control groups of peppers they're using are because sometimes I have those peppers and I disagree on how hot they are and I just I feel like there's too much variance within a single species of pepper. For that to be and a list that means anything,
0: you want to know a place where pepper hotness means nothing. I'm putting you on blast here, Ben. Hula dog. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they got they got that uh, that first sauce in the sauce chain. This right. is a place where you get three sauces <laughs> on your hot dog. Yeah, uh, it's good, by the way. And that that one comes in like mild, like jalapeno. And then no, one that's right, just, right. I think, just called chili. And then one that's called habanero. And you can go ahead and get that habanero because it's milk. Like, it's <laughs> as mild as milk. <laughs> it's got no heat at all.
1: You're just crushing your friend's business with their lack of heat.
0: Now, they don't. It's a franchise. They ain't, they ain't making them sauces. I know. In, In-house. But, <clears throat> uh... Dog, it ain't Spicy. Don't call it don't call it habanero if it ain't spicy. That's true. Words have sh- meanings. It's also not from Cuba.
1: They should so. they should put some hot sauces out. That you- if
0: you're gonna call something habanero, it better be from Havana or be spicy.
1: They should put some hot sauces out so you can either forego that sauce and and add your own or just go for a fourth sauce.
0: Nah, Doc. They've added uh, sriracha as a thing you can get. That's
1: good. I mean, that's got
0: if you if you want there to be a little heat
1: in your hot dog. Yeah, there's there's some heat there. Well, that sounds good, actually. I like uh, Hula Dog. I wish I was in the area more.
0: Everybody go eat Hula. D- what are you talking about? You work, like, you work pretty close.
1: Yeah, but I'm never. Th- I'm never there. I'm never nah. like. Um, I'm never near Santa Clara University or anything like that. I'm never in the area. I'm always other places.
0: All right. I'll get it. They they <laughs> uh, they put the bun on a spike and it toasts the inside. And then they cram a hot dog in there, and it's got three sauces on it.
1: Mm. That does sound pretty fucking good right now. And those things are big, too.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I should let you in, uh, but uh, we were there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Ben was experimenting with dessert ideas. Ooh. Such as, what if instead of stuffing a hot dog and some sauces in there... You stuffed a fucking Snickers bar in that bitch.
1: Oh, and did it burn the Snickers bar and there was an ac- there was a horrible accident? No, well, you can't put
0: the Snickers bar on the burner. You gotta stick it in the hot bun Oh, stick bun.
1: it in the bun. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Um or melts. What about, like, such as a banana and some sweet sauces or something?
0: Yeah, that could work, too, I guess.
1: Or, like, um... Like a giant dong. Man, don't fuck a hot dog bun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I gotta say that all the time.
1: It's good the shape.
0: Although, if you toast it first, it won't it won't get soggy.
1: Dog, I only I only uh, I only fuck New England style hot dog buns because you can stand them up on their own.
0: What is a New England style hot
1: dog? Oh, bun? okay. Look them shits up. All right, so um, instead of being like uh, like kind of a rounded bun that you split in half like a regular hot dog bun. It's kind of got, like, a flat side, so you can sit it, and then it's just kind of like kind of got, like, a slit down the middle. It's hard to describe. You'd have to look at a picture, I think. <clears throat> but I think they're just easier to, like, set down. And in, uh, that's, when
0: just I- just, that's just a square piece of bread that you cut a slit in.
1: Yeah. That's essentially. It's
0: just Tony dogs. <laughs>
1: it's very close to Tony dogs. It's but just
0: Tony dogs, can say, man. Can I say
1: it's actually much less convenient? That hot dog slips out of that thing all the time.
0: Yeah, so a Tony dog would be better?
1: Yeah, I think a Tony dog might actually be better. Depending on the kind of bread, a Tony dog would be better. But um, so when you're, so Should
0: we explain to um, <laughs> uh, Ben and Ryan, I guess, the only Look, non-Nielsen family listeners? They can probably guess dog, from
1: context what a Tony dog is. But a Tony
0: dog is when you eat a hot dog in a slice of white bread, because for some reason our dad doesn't like hot dog buns. I
1: think he felt it was wasteful to buy hot dog buns and bread.
0: I mean, it's still definitely a little wasteful, but like I've seen him do it even when there are hot dog buns. <laughs> he just
1: I think it's it. this
0: weird preference. Yeah.
1: <sighs> so when you, uh, but we'll- yeah, you could
0: just wipe, you could just uh, wrap a slice of white bread right around a a hot dog. That's a Tony dog.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: And that's what these New England-style buns that I Googled look like. But they're, they're, like,
1: prefabbed. They're, like, mocked up, and they sell them specifically, so you don't just buy a loaf of bread. So when you're in Boston or whatever, and you're trying to buy hot dog buns, they have both options. But don't accidentally buy one of these dumb New England hot dog buns, because your hot dog will slip out over and over again. They don't look good. They're just bread. Whatever. You know? Yeah. But, uh...
0: Like, maybe if they made that shit out of a Hawaiian roll or something.
1: I I think you can get, they definitely had different kind you could get, like, potato bread ones and and things like that. So they had some varieties. But, yeah, they're all that shape of, it just kind of looks like a loaf of bread that they put some little shallow slits in.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, too. That slit was only, like, half of the depth of the bread.
1: Well, they're like, oh, if we slit it any more, then it'll come apart. And and I just want to say to them, go fuck your mother, you know? (laughs) Just fuck your mother. Well, it's like... My hot dog has to stay in the
0: bread. That that bite. It must be real weird, because first of all, there must be too much bread. Even if the hot dog stays put. It's uh, like ratios
1: are all busted. Maybe. I felt like the ratio was pretty similar. If I could ever manage to keep the dog in the bun. It was, it was close. It was close. Hmm. Although there were some terrible hot dog joints in Boston. That's not a great hot dog city. Um, that uh, had the bread ratio just way off, way off, like a gigantic piece of fucking f- fucking huge loaf.
0: Like they just bought one of those Safeway sourdough breads and cut it in half, and that was your hot dog bun.
1: Yeah, there was a place called Spike's Junkyard Dogs that just the bread ratio was bananas.
0: Is that the name of the dog in Heathcliff? Spike, um... He lived in a junkyard, right? Or is that...
1: Well, it depends. Riff, on, <clears throat> depends on which Heathcliff you're talking about?
0: Well, I mean the one from Wuthering Heights. He lived in a junkyard, right?
1: <laughs> oh, that Heathcliff, yes. Yes, definitely.
0: They're one of those junkyards on the moors?
1: Yes. That's exactly correct. <clears throat> also, I believe they he m- mounted the window seat cross-legged like a Turk. <laughs> I believe that's correct <laughs> is it not Wuthering Heights is it Jane Eyre that he's complaining about i
0: I don't remember, and I just watched that episode uh,
1: that's one of my favorite skits. He's you know why I like it <clears throat> and why I like a lot of the the Fry and lorries is because of the way they commit to the character,
0: ah uh, particularly Stephen Fry so Stephen
1: Fry comes off as so realistically angry, yes about his displeasure reading maybe it was Jane Eyre, I don't remember.
0: I think they may both get a pass. Like there are a couple of novels get Yeah. Shots taken at them <laughs> yeah. in this.
1: And he just opens it up and he starts reading it and the noise he makes when he gets really frustrated where he kinda breathes out. I don't know. That's I
0: mean it's the similar it's a similar character All of his indignant characters are to me the headmaster who is complaining about Hugh Laurie's poem. Yep. Te- yep. Teenage angst poem.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, the way he go where he screams, it's BALLS! Where he gets mad about the book, and then he reads the passage and he goes, Well, it's complete balls, isn't it? it always makes me <laughs> laugh. <clears throat> uh,
0: Better, and Laurie, uh, I think now only available on CISO.
1: I don't, I don't even know what that is.
0: But, uh, it's, uh, it's a like an NBC streaming thing. Mm, okay. It costs four dollars a month or something.
1: Wait a minute. Those used to be on the uh, the Hulu's. They're not on the Hulu's anymore.
0: Yeah, they're not anymore.
1: Oh, I didn't get through them. I was only part of the way through. Son of a. You know, I before.
0: have them all on DVD.
1: Hmm. That's a lot. There's of only work.
0: there's only four seasons, uh, so it's like there's like twenty five total episodes, including the pilot or
1: whatever. Fucking um, do you know there's a Heathcliff wiki? I mean, I'm sure you knew that, yes, of Wait, course. like
0: a page on Wikipedia or an entire No, 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 an wiki. entire
1: wiki. I'm sure you did know that without Is having to think Wikia? about it Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So it's, Does
0: Wikia jam your computer up?
1: It's the worst website it, ever.
0: It's the worst site on the entire internet, I feel right? like
1: it's malware.
0: Like, I have to look, I can look something up, and then I have to fucking close that thing down. Yeah. Immediately.
1: It's got, like, those full-page ads that run, like, around the sides of the screen, and then it's got extra ads that pop up on the side, and then an extra ad down in the corner, and Mm -hmm. it's like, fuck, Mm -hmm. I get it, Wikia. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I know that this desktop computer that I'm using is six years old now.
1: It doesn't make a uh, difference.
0: I bought it for gaming. It has 12 gigabytes of RAM. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it should be able to Uh, run your fucking website.
0: How come it sounds like it's going to take off when I load up a Wikia?
1: Yeah, which, by the way, is an encyclopedia website. There should not be anything on here that is too complicated for this device to run. like...
0: What is going on with these ads? It makes less noise than this when I run Skyrim.
1: That's right, exactly. Uh, And by the way, you were correct. Spike is a nemesis to Heathcliff.
0: (sighs) I wish I could purge that information out of my brain. Like, I don't need to know anything about Heathcliff. Here's what I know about Heathcliff. It's it's the worst Garfield.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so even the gangster version? Even gangster Heathcliff?
0: What the fuck are you talking Who's
1: gangster Heathcliff? Okay, so weren't there two Heathcliff cartoons, and one of them was like he was like a regular-ass cat, and then in the other one he was like a, like a 30s gangster or something?
0: That's not Top Cat?
1: No, I'm not thinking of Top Cat.
0: What the fuck's going on?
1: Am that I wrong about this? I remember Heathcliff? there being two different cartoon series, and uh, one of them was extremely on. themed.
0: You're not thinking of... Um... The Great American Rabbit?
1: No, um, no. I remember that very well because it's haunting.
0: That's yeah, is well, don't not well. Like stop it. thinking about it. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know, dog. No. When I googled Gangster Heathcliff, <laughs> it's just a bunch of plush toys on eBay.
1: All right, fuck it. I don't care. Why? I don't care anyway. I don't care about Heathcliff. Not like you. Memorize everything not about it. Weird, is he? You love Heathcliff.
0: I'm just saying, I don't think Gangster Heathcliff was the I thing. I don't know gangster what it was cat fucking cartoon.
1: called. I just remember there were two series. There was like a. There was. What is this? The Cadillac Cats well, thing. What is it, this thing? I will tell
0: you this, my friend. If you Google Gangster Cat cartoon, the, the top entry is Top Cat.
1: All right, dog. So here it is. I got it for you, you shit eater. There was a Heathcliff TV series from 80 to 84 where he was like just a regular ass cat. And then there was one from eighty four to eighty seven called Heathcliff and the Cadillac cats and these guys are wearing like cabby hats like it's the twenties or whatever. I may not have' described it perfect, but there's it's really themed they're like uh hangs out hangs out in a junkyard with some some less some less savory cats
0: although I'm watching the
1: intro don't none of this matter none of this matter but this is
0: definitely the one song I remember.
1: I just always remembered there were two series, and one of them was <sighs> it's shitty. It
0: was a prankster, I guess.
1: Oh boy! Oh goddamn! This is a bad theme song. Okay, so maybe Heathcliff was the same in both, but the supporting cast was different. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, all these junkyard cats. Yeah, these are the fuckers I'm talking about.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm having. Memories about Heathcliff's girlfriend cat.
1: Oh, gross!
0: No, it's not sexual. Well, don't don't smell too soon. <laughs> I, I tell a lie.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I just saw her. Oh, it's bad.
0: She's what? a. Why is she not cat shaped?
1: Why are they trying to sex up a cat? Like,
0: oh, oh she has a human hair.
1: It's fucking awful. It's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw this cat, and you're kind of gonna want to fuck it. Hold on. Awful. The
0: fucking last line of the song is, you should realize he can win it with you? I, I don't That's even... not even
1: English. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's awful. All right. Nobody watch that. Nobody watch Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats, because that's, that's dumpster.
0: Uh, nothing about that intro looked gangster at all. Ugh,
1: okay, what about that cat who wears the cabbie hat?
0: Yeah, dog. he just wearing a fucking up hat.
1: Alright, well... In my mind, that is exactly what I remembered. I'm his 100% car turns correct. Into,
0: his house turns into a 57 Chevy. I'm pretty sure this is not 20s gangster shit.
1: I feel like I was vindicated.
0: No, 100%. You de- but you def weren't. Also, percent Uh two E Also, he's used to be wearing a Dom Deloise hat. I
1: don't I don't know what kind of hat Dom Deloise wore.
0: It's like a flat cap, but for a fat person.
1: <laughs> only only a fat person's on to wear it.
0: Imagine Chef Paul Prudhomme.
1: Yeah, it is kinda like that.
0: Or Homer Simpson when he gets the moo moo.
1: Yep, that's right. The same same hat.
0: That's the hat I'm talking
1: about. But it's also kind of like a newsboy cap. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Like the olden days when people wore newsboy caps. Not just fat people, but everybody.
0: But uh, I didn't see, like, Tommy guns. Oh, oh, you did? Well, that's
1: because you weren't watching T Rex. Yeah. So you blew it. Hold on. You should have been watching T Rex, which, as we all know, was amazing an amazing cartoon. I don't remember anything about it. But they really were gangsters, right? Uh, yes,
0: they were. <laughs> T-Rex... T-Rex cartoon series, maybe?
1: Yeah, I'm not finding it either. It did it. did exist, though. Right?
0: Is it called The Adventures of T-Rex? I don't fucking know. Um... sit there a 15-second ad for Red Lobster. You're ruining my podcast, Red
1: Lobster. <laughs> we're ruining it <laughs> we're ruining it by talking about no everybody loves
0: nostalgia terrible
1: old cartoons Um, man it's weird how come we can't find it what the fuck
0: no this, this is definitely it oh
1: okay you said that was the adventures of t-rex oh okay oh yeah that's oof Woof! I got a GoPro ad instead. Mm. Oh, never mind, It's a Downey ad. It's a Downey ad, everybody. There's just a there's a GoPro involved.
0: God, this show looks so bad. Let me see. Oh. Also, not as twenties gangsterific as a. Uh...
1: Ugh. They
0: kind of look like. Japanese Ultraman-style superheroes with different colored tees on their helmets.
1: Yeah, they are wearing some pretty clean suits, but yeah, then they go robot style. Yeah, uh, those cars look like futuristic versions of like forties like cars. Yeah, yeah. garbage. Yeah, that was not There
0: good. were some bad cartoons when we were growing up. Yeah,
1: dude. No, this wasn't even... We're not even mentioning the, the mummies.
0: Mummies from 1525 <laughs> BC. Yep.
1: Or, uh, you know, biker mice from Mars or whatever. Right. Or the gold standard, James Bond Jr.
0: Yeah. Uh, it turns out James Bond's his uncle. Yeah. This was well-trodden ground. Yep.
1: <clears throat> um. You want to do a little Twitter time? Oh my god, we've been, we've been getting tweets. I've seen them.
0: Yes. Did you understand any of them?
1: I I just assumed they were about things that we talked about several weeks ago. So, you know, yes, I understood that. But we'll have to go over them. Item by item. That's the plan. Alright. I like Uh, that.
0: So let's see. We last poded. Uh, 18th. Okay. Uh... We, in that time, got uh, 12 tweets from Ryan.
1: Nice. He's catching up. So,
0: in no particular order, by which I mean, I'm actually going to read them in the order we got them, but it may as well be no particular order, because I don't know what any of them mean. (laughs)
1: Because they're all about things that happened weeks ago.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sorry for the delayed tweets, I'm sure I'm not your only listener, though. Hashtag R.I.P. Oh,
1: yeah. We probably talked about that after he died. Were we... were we doing this podcast when Prince Cashed it? Hard in? to remember, but yeah, what is this episode 18 17? Something like that. Jesus, yeah, something like that. So we've been going I guess for a while.
0: This is the 18th one, so that's probably probably almost 6 months now. Yep. Uh Then 2 days later on August 21st, don't kill yourself.
1: I'll try. Yeah, with tweets like that uh, though, it's pretty hard.
0: Then again, I don't hate you. Much.
1: Oh, this was been all the times that we mentioned that Ryan wasn't wasn't listening to us.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, dealing with this three-month-old guilt trip about no tweets. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. It's dealt with. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I feel like licking licking one's wrists involves a higher dehydration risk than cooling benefit. Uh, who licks? I think that's about kangaroos. So
1: Kangaroos lick their wrists. Okay. Kangaroos are fucking yeah. awful. I I hate kangaroos.
0: They're stupid stupid marsupial deer.
1: And they're real fucking brutes. They're just bullies. I hate them. They are. Worst.
0: And they used to... Jimmy Sharman's boxers.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That. There's a reference. That reference. Everyone will get.
0: <laughs> Everyone will get it. Okay. And they understand it, and I will not go into good, it.
1: Good, good, good. Moving on. Uh,
0: sudden urge to play Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. Well, that could be unrelated to us, but probably not.
1: No, I think that was when I was really heavy into my PS2 again. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe you were mad that I didn't have look back on your way on my phone to play here and I still don't.
1: That's crazy that you haven't rectified that. Also, it's crazy that you haven't rectum-fied it. Go on. That's
0: solid. Uh I like Windows 10.
1: I think I asked you one time whether I I should... think he
0: also likes turtles.
1: <laughs> I like turtles. Uh, I think I asked you one time whether I should upgrade to 10 because they asked me every single fucking day for months and months and months. Stupid Microsoft.
0: Uh, August 22nd, at Brother Date, I know a guy who was fired from construction on the new Woody coaster for putting in screws wrong. I'll never ride it.
1: I can believe that, but that was the one we rode that we actually kind of enjoyed. The uh, Yeah, it's,
0: it's a well-designed coaster. It may not have been manufactured correctly.
1: Fucking Golden Showers or whatever it's called. What's it called? And it's
0: it's Golden Showers. Okay. It's Cherubin. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh Don't act like you wouldn't go back to Las Vegas with us in cool weather. Yeah, dog, Las Vegas is fine in cool weather. It's I mean there's still too many people and it's everything is very expensive. Yeah. Also, most of the big casino hotels don't have free parking anymore. Yeah, that's which true. Is, which is an ass pain because driving is definitely the best way to go.
1: Ugh. Well, also, at certain times of day, the traffic there can be bonkers.
0: Oh yeah, you got to stay off of Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh
1: my god! Just going from the airport when I was there a few months ago, just from the airport to the place we were staying, it just it took like fucking forty minutes. Just messed up. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> uh, only one of these tweets really intrigued me, and it is uh, this one. I can't help but feel like your stutter was intentional, but I suspect not.
1: Yeah, that run really could have been about anything.
0: What, what, <laughs> what does that mean?
1: You stuttered. I mean,
0: what does any of this mean, but what does that mean? It's
1: clearly you. You were the one who stuttered, and he thinks okay. it was intentional. Um uh, because uh, you're was it, always... inten-
0: it was intentional the time that I played Stutter by Elastica.
1: Mm, but what about the time Oh wait,
0: that might not have been on the podcast. That might have been in one of our many post podcast discussions.
1: But what about the time all you were doing was making fun of the special people and you thought using a stutter would be a really good way to go?
0: Yeah, I I'm pretty insensitive like that. Yeah.
1: I think that's wait, Matt, what
0: talking i talking about. I now don't remember did I read off my entire list of genres and what was in them on the air or off the air?
1: Uh, that might have been on the air because I think I asked you that question about where you rate '90s or grunge yeah. frontmen or something.
0: Hey, sorry guys, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's brutal. That that must have been awful That's to listen to.
1: <laughs> I also have this in my collection. Perhaps oh. you've heard of Peter Gabriel.
0: Yeah, also, like, maybe I shouldn't read 12 dumb tweets in a
1: row, either. <laughs> yeah. nope. We promise that if you tweet us, we'll read it. That's a That's promise. That's true. Uh,
0: so, tell me if this means anything to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh. At brother date... This was just 24 hours ago now. Ooh, nice. At brother date, the wife and I can't hear the trance part without thinking of your robot arms.
1: Well... Well... Nope. That doesn't ring a bell with me.
0: What could that even
1: be do about? I, do, do either of us have robot arms?
0: I have no robot arms. And the
1: trans part of what?
0: I will say that whenever Katie sees a robot, or like someone as an android, or such as a Cylon. Sure. She wants them to rip off human arms.
1: You mean like a Cylon?
0: Yeah, a Cylon, perhaps. A
1: Cylon. Uh, to rip off the human arms just forget. Yeah,
0: she thinks that's what they should constantly be doing and that that's how people should discover that they're a silent or a robot.
1: The <laughs> ability <laughs> she to rip be off pulling arms.
0: off their arms. <laughs> uh I haven't really delved into the underlying trauma that causes her to hold this belief. Yeah, that's not because true. I'm not qualified.
1: Yeah, that's to leave that to somebody else. Hopefully nobody. Nobody should have to go through that.
0: Uh, And then uh, the last of these tweets that I'm going to read. At Brother Date, I'm the same way. I only listen to you after work. Never before. You only get 140 characters on Twitter. (laughs) That's some redundant shit.
1: (laughs) This is my favorite part where we just tear people's tweets up.
0: When you say that you only listen to us after work, You don't need to say never before. Also, if you're gonna, what about during? You didn't specifically say anything about during. Listen,
1: dog, he said the part that was meaningful, and he still had some characters left, and he figured as long as I get 140.
0: I'm gonna burn them shit.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna use them if they're free. Right? I think so. Uh, Was that because... I wonder what we were talking about. Um,
0: I may have been saying that I only listened to the podcast. My uh, dad wrote a porno on my commute. Oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> <clears throat> if our dad wrote a porno, he'd call it a fuck book, right?
0: No, I mean not around Katie, that would embarrass him and that's why she hates when I say fuck book because one time he got real embarrassed because it's embarrassing for him and she him. felt bad about that he ain't here
1: that guy can't even use a wireless phone
0: well I mean he can use it as if it were a walkie talkie where he
1: talks into one end and then and then puts it back to his ear to listen and then pulls it away from his ear so he can talk into it again that
0: is correct <laughs> I don't know if he's any better with them these days. I think they have a cordless phone now, so maybe he's getting used to the idea.
1: I haven't seen him use it. He probably just makes mom answer the phone every time. Could be. <clears throat> Dog, they are like, uh, oh, wait, was that the last of the tweets? Yeah, that's it. Dude, that's tweets. So no, nothing from uh, Ben or uh, Marjon or anybody?
0: No, Marja, I guess we didn't do anything that made her indignant or she just stopped listening because we made her so indignant. <laughs> I
1: think that might have been it. I think we we just pushed the envelope a little bit too much. <laughs> Talking about science and whatnot. Um Dude, mom and dad are like the craziest cycling super fans.
0: Oh yeah, they've gotten into cycling.
1: Like super fans. The
0: I wanna say non sport of cycling. Yeah. Not because I I believe that all races qualify as sports. Yes, but cycling is so mired in controversy. Doping. That I think it it is not sporting.
1: You mean because of like all the blood doping and stuff?
0: Because of the perpetual doping.
1: Yeah. No, I, mean, I agree.
0: No other sport is driving the science of doping <laughs> in the way that cycling is.
1: I agree. There's a ton of doping but I kind of feel like as long as they're all doping, it's still I think it still works. And I like, think they are. I think they're all doping.
0: Soccer is execrable. Yeah, it is. But they probably ain't doping.
1: No. Like,
0: you don't need to have extra oxygen in your blood well, to know. throw yourself up in the air when you feel a light breeze against your back of your leg.
1: I feel like there is a lot of running. So maybe in that way, that same kind of doping might be good for you.
0: There is not as much running as fans of soccer would have you believe. It's just a, it's when a really they pretend that American football players are out of shape.
1: That's I don't even know why someone would say something like that.
0: What there is is a lot of light jogging.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They only run in a sprint every once in a while, but there is a lot of jogging. The field's too big.
0: I mean, I, I definitely feel like any defensive end in the NFL, yeah, could run as fast as or faster than. Any explosive soccer player agreed, and yeah. also it would be terrifying,
1: yeah, yeah again if look if America's best athletes were playing soccer, even without the tradition and infrastructure we would we would be like crushing people.
0: all I'm saying is, think of a fat a fat lineman, yeah, yeah, like just imagine Gilbert Brown, sure, uh probably would be the world's best soccer player. <laughs>
1: So messed up. You're being you're being purposefully inflammatory toward
0: like all the... I think probably he'd be two pele's.
1: that could be. Well, if, I mean, he would he would I way two pele's.
0: There is well, yes, there is the danger that he might kick the ball so hard it just deflates. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, it just explodes right on his foot. <laughs> yeah, and then he looks at the ref. That's what he's supposed to do about it. That's this garbage ball. Yeah, exactly. Um.
0: Or kick kick the ball and it goes right through the goalie. Wait. It so, just leaves a ball-shaped hole in them and then he then he's like, he does a grave digger thing, but it's really inappropriate.
1: Is, there a th- is that a thing that people say? Or do, do people, uh, are fans yeah. of soccer, say that American football players are out of shape and they're specifically just talking yeah, about the linemen? They have
0: to, oh, they have to take a rest every 30
1: seconds. Well, they don't have to. That's how the game works.
0: No, that's, that is the time where you use your brain
1: in the game. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You dumb
0: dildos. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you. You don't have to. It's that's how the game works. The game, there. You do a play, and then you take a break, and you devise another play, and then you do that. It's not because they're so tired. It's not like I'm winded from that play. That's why we need to take a break. That doesn't even make sense.
0: I would love so to see a a a small running back. Oh yeah, just a running
1: back, like a Darren Sproles or something. Just a
0: small halfback run up the field holding a soccer ball and just stiff arming every single soccer player.
1: (laughs) Just holding it.
0: Go ahead. Try and slide tackle him. Just try it.
1: Yeah. This guy's used to uh,
0: just break your shin.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, if anybody says that, that's ludicrous for one thing, like we were just talking about the big, the big fat guys in the NFL still have like messed up closing speed. Yeah. Like it's like, it's really weird. Like these are the greatest athletes on the planet. The 300 pound guys can catch the little guys.
0: Oh, but these soccer players, they can dribble a ball in the air like yeah. almost indefinitely.
1: Yep. Yes, it's they can. Fucking,
0: it's great. <laughs> They're the world's greatest hacky sack players. <laughs> That's
1: right. I feel like, I feel like your hatred of soccer and soccer fans surpasses me, just surpasses mine by so much. So uh, much.
0: I got on a kick a couple weeks ago, where I watched like 20 minutes of the world's most ludicrous soccer dives on YouTube.
1: <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to limit it to 20 minutes, dude.
0: It is hard. Every there's single match, there's a lot of it out there. It's cr- then the comments are just like, "Don't forget this dive. Don't forget this dive." And you're like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're all bad.
1: They're yeah, really, really bad. Not good stuff at all."
0: And then you watch like the world's 10 best soccer goals and you're like, ugh, none of this is anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, the guy kicked the ball in the direction of the net and it went
1: in. <laughs> yeah, the net's pretty big. It's a pretty yeah. big net. Sometimes it's gonna go in. I'm kind of surprised it doesn't go in more. It's because they don't ever get any shots because the field is too damn big. Yeah. <sighs>
0: anyway, fuck you, soccer. Yeah. Football forever.
1: Oh, so anyway, so I was watching cycling tonight and... and Oh yeah, and texting with mom just because i, fe- I felt like well, just being nice because i never I have anything real to say sport
0: they'd get those motorcycles out of there
1: oh it's crazy how much how many fucking obstacles are created by covering the race there's fucking cars driving by and motorcycles driving by just going right past them it's
0: like you notice how that doesn't happen in real sports
1: <laughs> yeah they're not like when you're out on the track like track and field there like 14 dudes running alongside you the whole way with cameras in your face. That is distracting. That is not putting you at your best athletically. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. So anytime they talk about cycling, I never have anything to say. So I figured I'd, I'd watch a little bit tonight. So that next time they talk about cycling, I'll be like, yeah, watch that uh, fucking tour to España. What, what was it called? And they'll know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, they, um, well, <coughs> Dad gets into stuff.
1: Yeah, he does. Well, uh, he so. does a thing where he gets into stuff and then he pretends like he's not into it. That's his favorite thing.
0: Is he being coy about cycling?
1: Not yet, but it's only a matter okay. of time. There'll be some doping controversy and he'll declare he's off all sports forever. Mm. Remember, again, I think we've talked about this recently. Do you Remember during the baseball strike, didn't he do that? Yes, In he was done with sports. So it's all sports. Green Bay Packers, not anymore. I'm not a fan because of the which, baseball strike.
0: Which is a joke because the dude is so into sports that he <laughs> flips between games constantly. Yeah. The he dude, has to watch every baseball game at once. Yeah, he
1: will watch every single baseball game that is on the television. He'll watch all the football games. He will watch hockey, obviously cycling. Like, he's into Everything but basketball, and he'll still watch Providence College.
0: Uh, he never got into NASCAR.
1: Yeah, that's true. Not not a big NASCAR guy. I thought maybe he had a chance at that after he started getting into cars. Sorry, yeah, he was, but he was never know, into cars aren't... when we were kids, but then when we moved out, he got into cars.
0: Yeah, the trouble is with NASCAR, if you like cars, they're, it's there's just one car.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like,
0: <clears throat> they're painted as if they're different cars.
1: Yeah, I guess the, the uh, fucking M&M's car and the uh, Home Depot car aren't that different.
0: Well, not even that, but, like, the the Chevy car and the Ford car oh, and the Toyota car yeah. are the same car.
1: Yeah, just different light decals on the front. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. But, uh, but, yeah, he'll usually do the thing where something will go just kind of... Not even wrong, it'll just... It's sports, you know what I mean? Like, the A's will start to suck, and he'll be like, I'm done with them. I'm not an A's fan anymore. Or, I'm not an A's fan. And then... He'll still watch every single game you
0: know I did, did the A's get in like a, a brawl amongst themselves <laughs> yeah they I did. didn't I didn't catch the whole story
1: <laughs> yeah so all right so 2012 they made the playoffs 2013 they made the playoffs 2014 they technically made the playoffs they they made the one game um, wild card mm. halfway through 2014 they were on like an historic base they were like the best team of all time and then uh, just absolutely collapsed. Barely made the one-game playoff and lost that. Uh, yeah. So since about halfway through that season, the A's have been, uh, at the same time, horrible. Just a horrible baseball team. Uh, and also boring to watch. Really boring games. Because like, they don't score runs. and um, And they hate each other. They hate each other's guts so much that all kinds of stories came out last season about how terrible the clubhouse atmosphere was. And that was the reason we traded away a couple of good players after 2014 was because they weren't getting along with management and with each other. And this year has been more of the same where it's just a horrible team and they hate each other. And, uh, apparently Billy Butler <clears throat> with the charming nickname country breakfast. <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> is his nickname is country breakfast. <laughs> He's one of those great A's acquisitions where they waited till he had his worst career season with the Royals, and then they signed him to a two-year deal worth twenty-six million dollars. And surprise, surprise, he has not been any good. Um, he apparently was messing up teammate Danny Valencia's relationship with uh with a sponsor. The sponsor was in the clubhouse, and he was asking him about the cleats he's supposed to be wearing and stuff, and Valencia was like, oh yeah, I'm wearing them, I'm wearing those cleats. I wear the other ones during practice, or whatever. And Billy Butler was just coming up and going, he doesn't wear those, he's lying. You shouldn't give him a contract, he's not wearing those spikes. Because he thought it was funny oh, to just totally fucking undercut him and throw him ah. under the bus, and Danny Valencia oh, didn't takes think it was stuff
0: that funny. Like money.
1: Yes, right. Just like I think d I think Billy in Billy Butler's world where he's making twenty six million dollars for being just a horrible baseball player. That it is funny just to fuck with people's smaller contracts. Right. And uh, after the rep left the clubhouse, uh Valencia confronted him and Billy Butler, because he's a dick, didn't back down and uh Valencia clocked him in the temple, and now Billy Butler's on the concussion list. Oh, he
0: gym roamed him.
1: Yes, that's right. He's he said, if you call me, Chris, one more time, uh, it's going to get awfully physical in here. And then he said, now I bet you won't call no. me, Chris. And he's like, bet you I will, Chris. Chris." And then it was right over the table just to beat the shit out of him.
0: I was like, what option? You left him no options at that point. Mm-hmm. He had to come over the table at you.
1: That's right. Right on camera. Jim Rome and Jim Everett. <clears throat> So yeah, it was kind of like that, where Billy Butler was an asshole and then would not back down about it, so he got clocked. And then uh, they initially were saying that Billy Butler wasn't playing because of the flu. <laughs> and then somebody spilled the beans because reports started to come out a few days after that that uh, he, no, he did not have the flu. He had a concussion because he got punched in the head. So, yeah, the of I mean, they've had other shit go on this season already, like the, their strength coach got caught bugging the weight room. So that, what? so that he could watch the players' workouts while they were on the road, while, while he was on the road with the team, to make sure they were doing their routines they were supposed to be doing. <laughs> like the injured players doing their rehab stuff back in Oakland. And That's
0: weird and paranoid.
1: Right, and apparently his placement of the camera... No, nah, no, nah,
0: they don't want to get back into the game. <laughs>
1: that's right, they'd rather just kind of like, I don't know, lose all that muscle mass and just kind of become like flabby dudes who never get to see the field again.
0: Uh, and also, just risk getting a reputation as being injured all the time and diminishing their future career chances.
1: Right? Did not trust them to uh, act in their own best interest, I guess. And apparently, his placement of the camera was so obvious that it only lasted a matter of hours before the players found it. They <laughs> probably had a fucking red light blinking <laughs> at them. It's probably like in a tissue box or something. Uh, it was
0: probably a literally a nanny cam teddy bear. <laughs> The camera in its belly, and so on. was like, oh, yeah,
1: it's lazy. So they had to suspend him, and he's back already. They didn't fire him or anything, but so he was gone for a while. And it's just a disaster. The whole team's a disaster. Starting at the top, as always, Billy Bean, you f- fucking asshole. Yeah, he's the worst. He's the worst of all time. Yeah, not fun to be an ace fan. I know that's surprising, but uh, it's not great.
0: So who is worse? right the way you feel about them right now i i don't want to consider their actual historical contribution to evil hmm. uh billy bean right or dr beverly crusher oh god damn it oh. because you had a lot of things to say about her last
1: night i may have said that someone needed to choke the life out of her or something like that yeah um bull. billy bean's worse let me I, I think i can explain why
0: again i want how you feel I- not Oh. Not who is the. I'm not saying which one is closer to being Bryn Hartman.
1: <laughs> There's, no one ever gets close. It's, uh, that is really asymptotic. Her evil is off the chart. It's, it, it's toward infinity, it's on its way. Um, so, right, these days I definitely feel a lot stronger about Beverly Crusher because I've been watching so many of those goddamn Star Trek's, and I don't think she has ever had a useful thing to say. I think she, she is a horrible person who needs to be kicked out of all the staff meetings and probably should just be fired for yeah, arguing no, on night, behalf of all of the bad guys the Federation runs into.
0: Last night when we were watching Galaxy's Child, she said some dumb, obvious thing that usually Counselor Troy would say yep. in the staff meeting, which was her only contribution to the entire episode. And Katie just said, everybody knew that already. <laughs> <That's
1: right. laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like Star Trek is super sexist. N- not... Purposefully, but the writers just make all the female characters the worst. Just yeah, I assume worst. they just don't know what they're doing, yeah.:
0: It is the sexism of incompetent male writers.:
1: Yes. Troy and Beverly, in particular, are uh garbage. they're garbage people. not worth a thing to anybody. Troy's answer to everything, despite the fact that she has extra senses, more senses than everybody else, is, I'm not sure. Yeah. Ask her anything at all, about anything, and her is going to be really, like, quizzically, like, I'm not sure. It's like, cool. Good story. I'm glad that you're on the bridge. I'm glad you get to sit right next to the captain, you moron. She
0: definitely could not help clear up whether Riker tried to rape that woman or not. No! She was no help in that scenario. <laughs> no,
1: she's like, I can sense that you think you're telling the truth, and so does she. So, you know, uh, may- maybe you raped
0: her? You You might have tried to slip her a digit.
1: I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah, she's fucking horrible. And then Beverly just uh, gets real indignant about things that are so incredibly naive. It's like her moral stance on everything is um, so unconsidered. Oh, yeah. Every time she's like, uh... Well, we can't do that. That's wrong. And it's like, oh yeah, well, these guys are trying to murder us like right now, actively, so we kind of got to defend ourselves. And she's just like, no. It is wrong to do anything mean to anybody. Ever.
0: Like, uh, these are not the dudes who love to murder.
1: (laughs) That's right. This is Kevin Picard, the dude who refuses to defend himself. The guy who will not raise the shields. He won't raise the shields, and he won't return fire. He's just not going to do it. He's not even sure those buttons work. They've never tried them.
0: It's like they take the money for the shields out of his pay. That's <laughs> right. He's like, I'm not putting those shits up until they've gotten a couple of shots that's in. Right. Not
1: until there are hull breaches all over this fucking place. Am I putting those shields up?
0: Uh, it's actually cheaper, uh, cheaper to replace a dead crewman than to than to put them shields up. Yeah,
1: that's how he treats it.
0: Yeah, these these are not the murder fiends that she makes them out to be.
1: Yeah, she gets and she and you're right. And she gets so indignant about it and really does accuse them of being horrible murderers. All the time.
0: Also, she is the number one violator of the Prime Directive. Like, she clearly took an oath uh, for something she does not believe in, which is not super moral in and of
1: itself. It's tough. I feel like no one on that crew really wants, they're all just paying lip service to the Prime Directive. Data, we've talked about, like, he's, he seems really aggressive about it. Like, it's his goal to break it. He's like, no, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now I'm not going to break it, but as soon as I walk out of this door, I'm going to go break it. Oh, he's
0: half a retard or something. Yeah. He is all the time sticking his arm into mysterious fields and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, guarantee, if there's a weird space anomaly, he's going to go stick his arm or whole head it's into like, it. like,
1: dog, you're a robot. You're not invincible.
0: When they find his fucking head under San Francisco, Picard should just say, yeah, you probably fucking stuck it in a time portal and then it closed <laughs> on you. Seriously,
1: head first. He probably just went, What's this? I stuck your head in.
0: You hmm, idiot. Just stick... How can I get some limbs into this bitch?
1: Dude, he loves losing his head. Like that episode where he and Riker are crawling through the Jeffreys tubes and there's that electrical thing in the way. And he's like, oh, just use my body. Just use my body to put it out, right? Because I'm not conductive. It'll, it'll...
0: Dog, I fucking forgot that happened. Yeah,
1: and then Recker's like, oh, won't that like, short out your systems? He's like, well, like it'll probably hurt my body, but my head will be fine. You can just take my head off. And Recker's like, uh, it's weird how you're volunteering to do this. It's super ah, weird.
0: I would say to him, no, I'm not doing that, dog. I don't want to have to touch your face. <laughs>
1: One thing, or your hair. One thing that that paint looks like it comes off your face real easy, just by the looks of it. And I don't want to walk around with like gold glitter on me all day. It's fucking aggravating. And also,
0: I mean, I grew this beard so I didn't have to have this conversation with people myself. The uh, the underside of your jaw looks soft. <laughs> That's right. I know. Like I got, I gotta guess my fingers are gonna sink into it.
1: I know. Noonie and Sung made you in his own image, but he should he should not have done that. He uh, should have made like a cool robot that looked cool. That would have been a good idea.
0: Imagine uh, if you were making this show now, and you were like, "Oh, we're gonna put y'all in lycra jumpsuits." Oof. How fucking Chris Pratt jacked everyone would have oh, to get. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. So Enterprise is the perfect example of that. So not only were they like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna take what Voyager did and really turn it up. We're gonna be the sexiest Star Trek. We're gonna have like a scene every episode where we're in decontamination and we have to rub gel on each other's naked bodies." Right. You know, just, you know, because that's what people want out of Star Trek.
0: That's what they do on the space station. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, not only is there that, but all of them are, like, in messed up shape. Like, crazy shape. With, like, 19 packs and fucking big old delts and shit.
0: It's like, oh, hey, Scott Bakula, we saw you with your shirt off 55 times in Quantum Leap.
1: When you had 80s body? Yeah. You're going to have to really kick it up a notch. What happened? And he did, dude. In this show, he's like he's in super good shape even though he's like 50 or whatever yeah and it's like clearly that is the note that they get is, is please spend six hours every day with your personal trainer
0: because i just feel like it would be even worse in 2016 oh yeah like the only way you can have even a normal human body in 2016 is if your show is a comedy
1: that's right exactly then you're allowed to look like a person
0: like forget being out of shape at all yeah that that Hollywood says that's impossible. But like even to just look like a person you would see on the street. Yep, got to be a comedy. I agree. Uh, uh, well, look, we don't have to speculate. They're doing a new Star Trek show.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, dude. It'll... These
0: people will all look like creatine monsters. That's
1: correct. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, you, no one lets themselves go the way Frakes did anymore. That's not a thing. It's like.
0: Was that an episode of Mad About You that Mark McGuire was on? Yes, that's correct. Hey, man, good memory. In his boxers. And you're like, oh, he doesn't look like a human being.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not even like he's so, like, ripped. Like, you could see all the little individual muscles. No, no, because he's not cut like that. Yeah.
0: He's just got so much muscle mass, you're like, uh, that's... He doesn't look right.
1: That's like you're wearing a fake muscle suit. Like, his mass is way off. That is not the right amount of person that should be there. Um... Yeah, you would never let yourself go the way Frakes or Data or uh, even Worf probably let themselves go a little bit, got a little thicker. You just couldn't even do it now. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah.
0: But it's like, that's the real world. I love how, and by the way, they must have been trying something too, because every extra character that's like not on the ship, but like every Starbase commander or whatever is a chubby dude. Yep. There's a lot of Eric Pressmans in... uh,
1: I think they just decided that in the space future where all you do is go beep, beep, boop on some buttons, ain't nobody getting no exercise? I don't know.
0: You're going to get a little soft. Even if if the computer won't let you eat real chocolate if you're Counselor (laughs) Troy. That's right. You're going to get a little soft.
1: Do you suppose she has to weigh in to get real chocolate? Will the computer ever release it to her? The computer
0: just knows what she weighs all the time. (laughs) There's just like... The ship's got artificial gravity. It knows exactly how much she weighs yeah, all the not time. Not this
1: week, fatty. You're like, oh, fuck. That's messed up.
0: Yeah. Uh, that sucks. That's why she That's why she bones uh, Davinani Rock. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah. The computer's giving her... The computer's negging her all the time. Between <laughs> the
1: computer and Riker, she gets nothing but negging. <laughs> yeah.
0: And she is clearly vulnerable to the negs.
1: Ugh. She's so uh, gross. She's gross, dog. Why don't you think about her oily uh, feet while I talk for a second? Ugh, Okay, so you. anyway. <laughs> not only that, dude, uh, on this Prime Directive shit, you got people like Worf and Riker who will go on like a fucking commando raid on a planet, an unsanctioned commando raid, just at the drop of a hat. Like, what are we going to do? Oh, we're just going to break in, like with phasers and stuff.
0: In their fucking wool gabardine jumpsuits.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw one the other day. Like, I saw that one where the uh, Soren and the aliens got no gender or whatever. Right, and Riker's like, I'm going out on the planet. I want to shoot some people, whatever, whatever it takes. And Worf, who's barely been in the episode because who cares, just like shows up in his quarters and he's like, Hey, I know what you're gonna do, and I'm in. Let's go shoot some <laughs> weird aliens. I'm, like,
0: I'm right that it's not until Chains of Command that we see someone put on some tactical gear, and then it's just a black turtleneck. Yes, it's a
1: black turtleneck exactly. In that episode that I was talking about, uh, Riker, I believe, is in like a, like a dark blue shirt. Is it a wrap? No, I think all of his casual clothes are wraps. I think it's like a I think it's like a dark blue almost like a dress shirt tucked into his pants.
0: Is it like Jordy's corduroy sweater from (laughs) Galaxy Child? His maroon corduroy sweater? No, what I was gonna say real wide whales, by the way, on that corduroy. (laughs) I was
1: gonna say Wharf is in maroon. So they're in dark dark blue and maroon. And it's like Tactical Maroon. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have tactical black, I guess. They can't replicate that. Like
0: at least in Captain's Holiday, Picard manages to find some like 1920s expedition to the, uh, to Arabia yeah,
1: some clothing. Yes. Fucking cargo pants or whatever.
0: No, he's got he's got straight up purses and that shit. <laughs> like they fucking flare out at the thighs and then close in at the knees for boots. Yeah, yeah. Uh like but at least you're like, okay, I guess that probably doesn't restrict his movement too much, but
1: yeah. Yeah, their their tactical gear is lacking, despite the fact that they go on just constant raids on planets and shit. Sometimes they just, even when they're breaking the prime directive, they'll just show up in uniform. You're like, what they are you yeah, doing? Absolutely they, will.
0: they don't even like. So I imagine that their boots probably have leather soles on the bottom. Yeah, you know, like a traditional cowboy boot or something. Them shits is slippery. Yeah, they don't even put on like hiking boots when they when they go down. Into combat,
1: not dog. they just uh they just wear what they got, you know,
0: yeah, just, just come as you are it's surprising that they uh that they even bother to b- bust out the type two phasers I know like, I'm surprised they don't have those little ones that they tuck into their obi
1: <laughs> they just sitting right in the palm of their hand, so little, how do you even push the buttons?
0: Yeah, eh. it looks like it should unlock your car or open your garage door. <laughs> For
1: me, that well, that always looks like a two-hander, where you hold it in your hand and you use your other finger on your other hand to push the little buttons. Because it uh, hard to work you'd your thumb your down. You shoot your fingers it. off, though. <laughs> Probably.
0: Uh, you'd have to hold it like you're holding an apple up to a horse. <laughs> your fingers all <laughs> bent away.
1: That's right. You don't want to get nipped, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, dog. No, those uh, those puny little phasers. Uh, Apparently not commando gear. They do bring the the real phasers. Look,
0: like look like a giant chicklet.
1: Well, uh, I don't know why they got rid of those phasers that Toshi R ER was so fond of that look like little Hoover attachments. Those were pretty cool. <laughs> the big wide nozzles. I don't know what the deal hey, was with those.
0: Hey, these shits aren't menacing. Okay, let's make them slightly more angular.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. Their commando scenes are not well thought out. No. But it's a, just a ship full of people who care nothing at all about the Prime Directive. Even though they talk about it all the time. All the time.
0: I mean, except in that episode where they're, where they're just watching a entire planet die. Uh,
1: Which
0: one? Uh, The one with Worf's brother.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And they all stand at attention while the planet gets wiped out.
1: It's like, like well... They didn't know anyone on that planet, so they were fine. Well, uh,
0: listen, if we had intervened, we, who knows what could have happened to this society. Yeah. Well, dog, they'd probably be alive.
1: <laughs> yeah, for starters, they would be living. We know you're... They have crazy powers to save planets. They save like 900 planets throughout the run of this I show. I think
0: they don't do it because it's a hassle. I think the Prime Directive is really convenient for them.
1: That's what I'm saying. If there was something they really cared about, they'd be like, for fucking... We're going to boost the... Fucking power to the tractor beam, and we're gonna push the fucking comet out of the way, or whatever the fuck's happening. Listen, guys,
0: I brought you here to have crudities because Data's been talking on the radio to a little girl. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's... we gotta figure out how to handle this scenario. Probably... What's that? Oh, a whole, a whole, a whole race of people is gonna be wiped out
1: of existence. Do we know anyone? Does it? Huh? Anyone care? Have we
0: talked to them on the radio? <laughs> no. Yeah, fuck them.
1: <laughs> if they die, they die, man. Fucking uh Ivan Drago. Um, The Prime
0: Directive is their code of honor.
1: It protects one like a magic cloak?
0: It protects one like a magic cloak.
1: (laughs) It's the most racist fucking episode.
0: That episode's pretty racist. I think we've
1: talked about, maybe even on on this podcast, we might have talked about how that was originally supposed to be super racist about Asians. Oh, right. The original... They're
0: all, hey, let's make them them black Africans. Let's make them
1: super African instead, and then we can go with that kind of Can
0: we license ladies... Ladysmith black bombaza. <laughs> we cannot can we get can we get anything from that Paul Simon record <laughs> uh, we also cannot
1: yeah um, all
0: right let's just have them hit sticks together
1: yeah they'll hit some sticks together and then they'll wear some ridiculous clothes and uh, can
0: we make them all dress like they're in Aladdin oh yes we can do it that it's
1: going to be amazing. that's public domain because it was supposed to be like crazy fucking fake samurai shit or whatever yep racist fuck that
0: episode uh sucks and nothing and it makes sense that's cool though yep that's a lot of them it's actually not as bad as many other episodes (laughs) no i clues made me so mad i know
1: the one where the aliens wipe out their memory and then uh only data's memory still it's like the only one of the only times ever the things that affect all the humans didn't affect data yeah. Most of the time if there's something that affects humans, for some reason it also affects his positronic brain in exactly the same way.
0: But then uh oh, he's a bad liar.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh it's just fucking it's a forty seven minute show. Yeah. Two minutes of that are the end credits right. that run forever. And they spent forty solid minutes getting up to the explanation of what happened and their big their big solution is okay we'll do a do-over and then no, like double do over. they don't even check back in to show that all of the problems from the last time around are fixed no
1: and again dude picard straight up gives a face like he smells something bad he straight <laughs> up looks at data like that sounded like a fucking lie but this time like he's got weird deja vu about it he's like all right i'll let it go so it's not even like they're doing a great job on the double do-over no. On the double do-over, Picard's still like, mm, that didn't sound quite right.
0: But, like, they, it's not even cursory. No. Like, they don't explain how Worf's uh, broken and repaired wrist <laughs> that apparently was detectable even a day later was now not detectable? Yeah. Like, they didn't go back in time and not break his wrist. No,
1: and, you know, they have, they're always able to do this. They always scan someone and they're like, oh, these were injuries that were healed years ago. Yeah, they can definitely detect that and at some point Crusher's gonna go up to Worf and go hey when did you break your wrist
0: but like he was in pain that's why he went to see her Yep. so but like they didn't do anything about that or apparently
1: Worf fucked the dog he was so interested in being manly and not complaining about his wrist that he left his broken wrist the first time around that he didn't tell no, anyone she fixed
0: it that's how they knew they were awake wait well, how did she fix it so badly I, I don't know. It's the only time that we've ever seen someone fix a broken bone, but that, like, it still hurts. Yeah. But apparently she couldn't make it not hurt.
1: Well, this is what I'm saying. Worf should have been like... it have
0: been like, so it must still hurt.
1: <laughs> Worf should have been like, hey, before we do the memory erasing thing, my wrist still hurts. Yeah. This is gonna be a red flag.
0: Yeah. And, like, they don't even show the moss from the cold open. Nope. Like, the cold open, she's doing these this moss in these little Pokeballs. Yep then it grows, and that's what makes her suspicious, and that's why anybody is suspicious. Yeah. That was the clue. Nothing. If, we, if it wasn't for that, because she's real pushy about she's
1: it. She's pushy, and Picard always gives her a crazy amount of latitude because he yeah. likes her boobs or whatever.
0: So if it's not for that, no problems at all. They don't even show you at the end like they've reset that experiment.
1: Nope. I think they just threw those in the dumpster. Like, a
0: one-second shot.
1: <laughs> they threw him in the dumpster, and right after the double-do-over, she's going to go to her dumpster, and she's going to go, who threw my experiments away? And then the she's going to be a Picard's The suspicious
0: office. thing, they couldn't do one little shot at the end to be like, ah, oh, we got it this time.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: That's the worst episode of Star Trek.
1: Wow, that is a... That's bold. That's very bold. Because there are some I- real fucking stinkers.
0: It's just such a fuck you. It's a fuck you for paying attention. Just like, just like every time they say data can't use contractions, yeah, then
1: he just uses. I mean,
0: them. at the end of data lore, when they're like, oh, if you'd said I, I would. I, uh, if you'd said I'd instead of I, I did. I'd know you were. I would think you were lore. And then he just like immediately, as soon as lore is beamed into space, he's like, well, I'm glad that's over. And you're like, fuck. <laughs>
1: so, are, is this are is he lore? Think
0: that's lore. Yeah, but no,
1: just bad writing.
0: No, that's just not it. Like, not only does it turn out it wasn't lore, but like, no one's suspicious this time. No,
1: no it's just a fuck you for paying attention. Yeah, I guess. Yes, the quality is not great a lot of the time. Not great. It's not a great show. Again, but if you're doing a show about mysteries and clues, you know, they should probably talk about cleaning up those clues. Like,
0: uh, like they you no, know, all they say is, uh, "This time we're gonna do it right."
1: <laughs> the end. <laughs> fuck you. This time we're gonna do it right, but I still got the impression they didn't.
0: You you made a, a unilateral decision to have the memories of a thousand people erased. Yeah. Because you were you were pretty sure that these guys were just going to kill you. Yep. But what you just did it real sloppy?
1: Yep. Yes. They did it So
0: but oh but this time we're going to be careful.
1: By the way, they did it about as well as it happened in Red Dwarf.
0: Oh, thanks for the memories? Yeah, yeah. it's it's very similar it's, to Thanks for the Memories. They do it
1: about that well where a page of yeah, his Warfo- fucking diaries missing or whatever.
0: Worf and Riker wake up with uh, <laughs> broken Broken <legs>. feet. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's done their jigsaw puzzle.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yes, when I watched that Red Dwarf episode and you and they screwed up because they're not smart. Oh,
0: no, they screwed up because there's no stakes. Right. The entire stakes are Rimmer's embarrassed. That's right.
1: That's true. They didn't they didn't necessarily give their all on that one.
0: Yeah, they all right fuck you. We'll we'll just erase everybody's memory for a minute.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> It's not a great show, all right? I'm just saying, really think about it before you say it's the worst. Because I always just say it's a tie for 100, like a 150-way tie for worst. Because so many of them are awful in so many ways.
0: I mean, it's just which of the episodes you've rewatched this year is worse than that one.
1: Jeez, oh, I'm going to have to pull up an episode list or something. There are There are some, there are a lot of bad ones. A lot of bad ones. Um, I'm just
0: saying, nothing's jumping out at you.
1: Because they're all jumping out. That's what I'm saying. And by the
0: way, you're farther ahead. You're much closer to the point where they get really, really bad. I've already
1: noticed that they've been bad for a while. It's been a while since I saw one that was not bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because the last good one is Reunion. It's the last good Star Trek episode. It
1: could be. Oh, yeah, because I just watched fucking First Duty. The First Duty. That is a piece of shit. That's a real piece of shit episode. I
0: liked, I think when we were young, I just liked the idea of the Academy flight demonstration team mm-hmm. and like being on it. But yeah, that episode probably sucks. As it a
1: guy, you're going to be very disappointed, but well, no, you're going to be very unsurprised by what that is like. Uh, the Perfect Mate. Oh, boy. That's I watched that one, too. Oh, and I watched Imaginary Friend. Oh, boy.
0: I uh, man. Imaginary Friend sucks because it's a
1: kid episode. It's a kid episode where the B-plot is something that they don't even want you to pay attention to. Like try as you might, you can't pay attention to it. Something's going I wrong. I don't remember what it is. So. Something's going wrong. They're in some part of space where things are bad. I don't know. I couldn't pay attention.
0: It's not just because that imaginary friend entity?
1: Yeah. They go into that part of space and those entities are there. Oh, I think that's yeah. the entire well, B plot.
0: The literally the fiftieth time that's
1: happened. Yeah. It's not not very good. Oh, um how about fucking uh <sighs> How about the fucking Masterpiece Society? That was a real piece of shit.
0: I haven't gotten to that one yet. I'm sure it sucks. I Because I remember so little about it. Right, well, what was I don't the last remember the one names you of any of the characters in that episode.
1: What was the last one you watched? Galaxy's Child? Galaxy's Child. Okay. Last night. God, well, yeah. that one sucks, for one.
0: Uh, it sucks, but it doesn't suck that Oh, bad. okay. How about Devon? The CGI in it was so, so awful that I really liked it.
1: <laughs> Just reminded you of PTEN.
0: Oh yeah, this, this was Babylon 5 level. This was sub-Babylon This is that first shot where you see that Narn cruiser or whatever. <laughs> it's all
1: like pixely and you're like, oh, what the fuck?
0: But it was worse because those creatures are supposed to be alive. Yeah. So like their tails are wagging and shit. It's... Not good. So the scene of that thing being born is so awful. Yeah. Again... I got really cranked for that bad CGI.
1: Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Devil's Do? That one's a fucking shitter. That's a shitter of an episode.
0: Uh Oh. Eh. Hey dog. I mean I just rewatched it. That's not as bad as I remembered. Dog, dog. I hate it because it's got sex in it.
1: Well, that is brutal. I hate
0: her attempt to seduce Picard. That's brutal. That's very bad. But like he's not seduced.
1: Um that's another one where I don't care at all about what happens because like if those people are so dumb that they're just going to let her come and take over, I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, there's no real threat.
1: Like she can just have that planet. I don't care.
0: Like, the Enterprise knows right away that she's a fake, not who she claims to be. It's actually kind of weird that she manages to hide the Enterprise. Yeah, they never really like, explain how her... Uh... Jo- Jordy and Data eventually see through it, and then they're able to contact the Enterprise. But, like, what was everybody else doing up there?
1: They didn't even know... Riker's no. up
0: there. What were they like? Ah, oh, we can't contact the, the people on the planet. I don't know. Whatever. You just... They'll get in touch with us if they need to.
1: You just explained it, dog. Riker was up there. Nobody was doing anything. <laughs>
0: I fucking guess like he was trying to play the trombone or something. That's
1: right. Uh uh Data's Day, dog. Oh,
0: I mean Data's Day sucks because it's got the tap dancing. That's not great. Oh
1: boy. Although I do get joy out of Data Stunt Double. So.
0: Yes, it's got a real bad obvious stunt double. <laughs> uh It does it's it got some character work for Miles O'Brien. I so saw I like that.
1: Uh, he mostly just like shouts a lot, right?
0: Yeah, he's he's pissed off that she wants to cancel the I wedding. I mean she is being that's, a
1: bitch, but he's super pissed off.
0: It's like the main thing, but we get to see him in a dress uniform. That's always sexy.
1: Alright, okay. Uh oh oh, the loss. The loss dude. Where Troy loses her senses and acts like a bitch the whole time.
0: Oh she just but she goes to
1: bitch so fast. She's like, I can't read your mind, so I fucking hate your guts.
0: Plus, and this is the great thing, it's got that ensign we never see again.
1: Who's got all who's the problems?
0: Wearing one of Crusher's old wigs. Oh hell yeah. Like, for sure, that was a Crusher wig. <laughs>
1: they just found that in storage from season one.
0: Yeah, I'm 100% sure.
1: Yeah, that could be. Uh, uh, I hated that I hated that episode so much, though. So much I hated that episode.
0: Oh, look, it's not a good episode. Oh, how
1: about uh, Future Imperfect, where the kid goes, My name is Barash! <laughs> and he just looks him right in the face and he goes, You'll always be Jean-Luc to me. Oh, that's like, such oh. a fuck you. Riker, why? Are oh, you I so don't know.
0: That was but I that made me laugh. Riker's so deaf. Like, they're about to beam out for no reason.
1: No, no, I just told you my name.
0: Like unprompted. The 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 when the kid transforms to the alien, he just says to Riker, "My name is Barash that's out of nowhere. And Record just says, you'll always be Jean-Luc to me. <laughs> so dismissive. It's like, fuck you. He just told you his name for a reason. So dismissive. He wants you to call him Barash.
1: Yeah, dog. That wasn't just like, just, you know, for your information, if you care at all in the future. I don't know.
0: He's not like, oh, just in case you thought my name might really be Ethan or Jean-Luc. Uh, <laughs> happens to be Barash. Those are
1: not alien names, you fucking moron. But yeah, he just he's so dismissive. Just looks him right in the face like, you'll always be Jean-Luc to me.
0: He might as well have said what, what was really happening, which is, I already forgot that.
1: <laughs> he might as well have just said, tell Jose he'll get his chilies.
0: Really, <laughs> that was, tell Jose he'll get his chilies.
1: So really, uh, you thought, okay, so this is what I'm saying by a 150-way tie for that last That episode
0: way. is interesting. Here's what's interesting about Future Imperfect to me. Uh, it's not, not any of the things that Riker triggers on. Why is Worf so hunched over?
1: Why does he look so embarrassed at the fake Worf?
0: Why is he? He doesn't look embarrassed. He looks like he's halfway through transforming into a werewolf. <laughs> he's like hunched over and looking around, all nervous, dude.
1: It's probably from like, that same battle where he got that other scar. You know wait, that battle
0: that was long enough ago that he's got a scar. Why? What turned him into a gremlin? <laughs> or if the, record doesn't care about that. No,
1: he said he can't name the ba- he can't name the battle within like point three seconds. Right. It's so, like uh, ah. well, I... If you just let me fit, I mean, I could. All right,
0: but it, it, he is the only the only person there. Well, I guess there are two people acting in that. There's Tomalak, of course.
1: Well, that's Gakar. the guy
0: who guy who plays Tomalak is acting, mm-hmm. and then Wharf is doing that weird physical work. That never gets commented on and is not a part of the story. The
1: director He's like, I got a really good idea for this future Worf character. What if
0: I'm hunched over and sweating? I got a
1: great idea for future Worf. It's going to blow your mind. Just keep, just keep an eye on me during the scene. I think you're really going to like it. And then no one kept an eye on him because who cares?
0: Yeah. 16 years into the future, Worf has gone mad. <laughs> And he's just holding it together. And first of all, Ops is a difficult position Please
1: still let him hand. sit at Ops, though.
0: And he's just holding it together. It'd probably be better
1: for him if he stood more, right? I mean, his back seems, like, like messed up.
0: Oh, by the way, he shouldn't be at Ops. Yeah. Like, I get it. You need a temporary replacement for Data? Okay, I guess Worf. It still seems like a bad choice, by the way. Yeah. What about one of the mindless ensigns that comes up to relieve Data?
1: Yeah, that guy should be fine.
0: I don't think there's a rule like second-in-command sits at ops.
1: Yeah, that's how they make it appear, though, because every time something happens to Data, warf has got to sit there, and it makes me uncomfortable every time.
0: That's lazy. Ugh. That's like all everyone from Bosk's species is also a bounty hunter. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> Literally uh, every... Uh,
0: oh, Data's second-in-command, or third-in-command. He sits there.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I guess we would put Worf there. He's probably next in line.
1: Okay, well, here's what I'm saying. I don't think any of those episodes are appreciably better or worse than Clues.
0: None of them made me as angry as that. That, that ending to Clues was like the wrap-up from the dumb animated series in every episode, except it wasted twice as much of your time.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, Remember Me made me just so unhappy. I mean, Remember so Me is
0: butts. There's
1: nothing about it. Not only nothing about it makes. sense, I'm so used to nothing about the episodes making sense that that wasn't even it. It was so Crusher-centric. Yeah. I just hated it so much.
0: But at least she's not an asshole in that one. Like, they definitely humor her too much.
1: Yeah, yeah, Picard goes fucking despite, way Despite out
0: Katie's that. assertion that if Guinan had come to Picard with this, he would have taken her seriously. Like, no, they take her seriously right away.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Like, even though it's clear that they
1: don't believe her. <laughs> because what she's saying is bonkers.
0: Because she's saying impossible things to them. <laughs> right. This is, uh, by the way, this is an episode that must encourage budding conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Because she is saying things that cannot be proved, and the only explanation for them in-universe is that someone is, like, is gaslighting her in a crazy way that involves deleting a lot of data from the Federation.
1: And everyone's brains.
0: And everyone's brains. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, by the way, it turns out it's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's true in a way that makes no sense at all. It's just, yeah. it's, ugh. The. When she asks the question, hey, what sense does it make for um, there only to be the two of us on this ship? the ship? The, the question she should be asking is, what sense does it make for the universe to only be as big as this ship?
0: Uh, she doesn't discover that until Picard's already gone.
1: Yeah, I was like, well, um, who who built this ship and why? And what is, what is any of this? Duh. Like,
0: when she says he's from Tau Alpha C and we're going to set a course there, Picard's not like, that doesn't exist
1: okay, so, okay so, so why did only the, way, the people the ship, on the enterprise the disappear
0: universe, the universe contracts really fast,
1: okay, okay, but if it's contracting from the outside and eventually like eats the ship up, why are people on the enterprise disappearing first? yep nope, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't it know. doesn't the universe
0: contracting uh thing must must only be happening right at the end, and it it must be another effect of the same cause Whatever. which is that in Star trek canonically thoughts affect the nature of the universe that's right this is some damage that was done very early
1: on it's, and also
0: is a, a very earth-shattering concept that is revealed to them that they do not
1: explore they, honestly the people in the room don't even seem to care no yeah <laughs> when wesley's like he no, was, like, was like he thought so about it and then we went so to warp space a million and
0: time and thought yeah. are all connected oh and by the way we're in a place where your thoughts all come true and we got here through some physical process yep and uh, the traveler's like, no, yeah, that's true. Space and time and thought. I mean, he tells them, listen, this is a dangerous idea. Yeah, yeah. But it's an idea that everyone in that room f- hears and no one cares. Yeah, they're not like, and hey, you need to come back with us. Zero time
1: thinking about it. You need to come back with us and we need to debrief you, like, probably for many years.
0: Yeah, that is earth-shattering, yeah. that notion. No one cares. That, think- that thinking things can make them reality. Yep. But no.
1: Yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, no. One-
0: no one investigates the idea at all.
1: Wesley's, like, trying to tell Riker, he's like, uh, oh, the Traveler kind of thought about it, and we went to warp one million.
0: Like, uh, the Enterprise's next mission is not to go to Tau Alpha C? <laughs> it's
1: right, to figure these guys out. <laughs>
0: like, hey, this guy's not the only guy.
1: He's not the only Traveler that exists.
0: We have a name for that place, and we know it's far away. Yep. When he says, hey, I'm from Tau Alpha C, they're not like, uh, I guess that's somewhere. Yeah. They know where that is. Go there.
1: I agree. Agreed. But look, we're at the point where now when things don't make any sense, I like I just leave that part aside. I just go, I don't <laughs> whatever. I'll just focus on the dumb narrative stuff. What is left for you? I'm just saying I focus on the dumb narrative stuff that doesn't make sense, not the dumb science stuff that doesn't make sense. Like in the episode that I just watched recently where Ro and Geordie become phased right? I ask the same question every single time.
0: Why don't they fall through the Why floor? don't they
1: fall through the floors? Why do only the bottom of their feet not phase? Yep. Why it's does a it...
0: very good question,
1: and it... The answer is because they can't write the episode otherwise.
0: There is no answer. Yeah. Or, alternately, why don't they float off? Like, oh, yep. gravity still affects them.
1: Yeah, how are they breathing? But not
0: enough to pull them through the floor, although where the gravity comes from on the ship is not well established. Yep.
1: How does oxygen interact with their phased bodies? Do they need yeah, oxygen? How, does, how, does how are they work? breathing
0: the real air?
1: Yeah, I don't... Because they're like huffing and puffing because they've been running around for that from the Romulan who they throw out into space and I, I don't know if he it dies or no not. It makes no sense
0: because they find some people half in the floor.
1: Yep. so Those
0: people fell through. It is,
1: it is a physical possibility in the universe that you can fall through the floor, but not, not when you're phased, I guess. Your feet are fine. You just you, you stay on the ground.
0: Yeah, so what is left... What is left in that episode for you? Oh, that the episode acting of Michelle Forbes.
1: <laughs> so there's there's nothing. That's a real nothing episode. Uh, uh, I think we're supposed to be like real into the the exchanges between Geordie and Roe about well, the meaning of death and the afterlife.
0: Oh, right, because she thinks they're in the afterlife. But she,
1: like, so immediately buys in 1,000% to the fact that they're dead and ghosts just hang out on the Enterprise that you assume that she is mentally retarded.
0: Well, we learn that uh, Bajorans are very spiritual.
1: Okay, but you're like, well, you didn't Uh, consider that even for a second. You gave it no thought. You just went, no, no, we're ghosts. This is is our life now. We're ghosts who hang out on the ship.
0: to, To be fair, they had all those orbs. Right? Like, they had a lot of reason to believe that gods might be real.
1: Yeah, but they were on a transporter. Those things break, like, every fifth episode.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: And then they end up on the ship, and no one can see them. And she's like, we are 100% ghosts. We definitely died. This is definitely the afterlife, and this is definitely what the afterlife is like. There is no question to me. And Jordy's like, "Uh, oh, no, I'm pretty sure the transporter's broke.
0: Yeah, no, this is a transporter malfunction, 100. It
1: happens every day.
0: Was uh was O'Brien even running the transporter no, by then, or was he already fucking off on DS9? I don't
1: think he was... I think he's not quite on DS9, but I haven't seen him in a little while. I think DS9 yeah. started in Season 6, right? I think
0: it it lines up with Season 6. I don't yeah. know quite where you are. I'm, I'm in 4. I, I'm in deep in 4. Yeah, and I'm
1: deep in, in 5. It was some gray-haired lady who I felt really bad for.
0: Oh, one of these real old ensigns? Yeah,
1: one of these real old transporter chief ensigns, or maybe even just a chief. I don't know if they figured that out yet. And no, they have
0: not, it has not, well, no, we know that O'Brien is the chief petty officer, that happens as early as the episode Family, right? but why he continues to wear lieutenants
1: pips makes no sense. <laughs> no, one, no one ever describes what is happening there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, some old lady I felt really bad about, like, I was really bad for, because, uh, you know, those things break all the time, and um, she lost, like, the chief engineer, and she's yeah. like, oh, I don't know, I just push the buttons like I always do, and, and he disappeared.
0: Well, not just the chief engineer, but one of the special ensigns.
1: Yes, the chief engineer had a special ensign who's allowed to be on the main bridge and is for some reason in the roll call that they do when they lose their memories. And they ask the computer about the bridge crew, and she gets to appear in it even though she's only been in like three episodes to that point.
0: Right, not one of the 40 disposable ensigns. She's a special ensign. That's
1: right. So she lost those people. I was like, oh, I feel really bad for that chick because you can push those buttons the same way every time. That thing just breaks all the time.
0: I don't know. I figure if you work on the enterprise for any length of time, you get used to the idea of rotating chief engineers in and out. That's <laughs> true.
1: So they they had they'd had a good run for a while with Jordy. They had a good run with Jordy. <laughs> yeah. they're proud of it. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe she felt okay about it just because they they it was gravy at that point. Anything yeah, anything she, over a couple he was episodes. Dudes. <clears throat> well, it's a, there are a lot of bad episodes. I just I can't accept that clues is definitely the worst. But uh, you know, if you enjoyed it the least, then the, there you go.
0: That's... i will let you know if i see one that i like less just and see. i know that we've still got masks and dark page and
1: Oof. i am e-hot
0: parallels etc i'm e-hot dude yeah i'm i know e-hot
1: all right i, I knew you know corgano
0: he helps you figure out He helps you get to corgano <laughs>
1: well, the time i was in my cube at work and you said something about corgano <laughs> That reference made me laugh so hard because it is such a piece of shit episode. Where clearly that episode sucks a dick. That is the result is the... of Brent Spiner lobbying.
0: That is the worst episode about a satellite that makes you experience
1: another culture. <laughs> That's right, the worst of the six or seven episodes like that.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a joke, but there's at least Inner Light.
1: Uh, inner Light's the next episode for me, and I when I saw it, I went, "No, you know what? I'm
0: good." Oh, but you get to hear that great tune. Da 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 da. Sounds like
1: the uh, opening to that fuckbook TV show, um uh, that Ron Moore made. Oh, does
0: Outlander sound like Interlight? Yeah,
1: yeah. Out, the Outlander theme sounds almost exactly like the light song.
0: Is it played on a dumb flute?
1: I'm sure that's just where he stole it from because he's a little fucking beat biter, fucking pox Oh, that's where.
0: <laughs> where you mean? That's where Ron Moore told it. Yeah, about. not Picard. <laughs> not Picard. <laughs> not a future Picard. Picard remember having a different personality Outlander.
1: on an alien planet, <laughs> or past, ancient past. I don't even remember how long it's supposed to be. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then after that, tell dude, his kid to wear a sun hat. <laughs> and
1: then after that, I have to get to the great season finale, which is the aforementioned times arrow Oh man, it's rough, dude. I already—I was a...
0: hoping it was at least unification, but that's actually mid-season, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: unification is early in season five. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. It's uh, there aren't any good ones, I don't think, left. I'm just going through it right now. I don't think there's a single no, good episode. No, because it's it's going to be the end of Fuck. this
0: season is time zero. The end of the next season must be chains of command. Oh
1: man. no, that's that's also a mid-season because the end—that's
0: mid-season two. The end of season. What's
1: the end of season six? Descent.
0: Oh, descent! Fuck, I straight up forgot that was a thing. So
1: maybe the only good episode left might be Chain of Command, unless it's terrible. It might be terrible. In my head, uh, it's it has a, a lot chance. of
0: Picard's powerful emotional acting, yeah, which I love. I love he, which I know you're into, but like you could just watch Sarah again. I
1: love when he's acting for an Emmy, and there's no chance he's going to get one. Yeah, <laughs> but he's trying so hard, or he's acting for the stage. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, um, there are so many two-parters in the last two seasons, it's bonkers.
0: Yeah, everybody liked Best of Both Worlds, and that that messed them up.
1: So you get Chain of Command 1 and 2, Birthright 1 and 2.
0: Oh, I forgot about Birthright 2.
1: Descent 1 and 2, Gambit 1 and 2, Uh, and then all good things. So there are like five or six two-parters just in the last two seasons.
0: That's why they thought they could make movies.
1: Yeah, well, they clearly... They fucked it big time on that one.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> they'd made they did so bad at movies they had to start over with Star Trek.
1: Honestly, by the end of their run of movies, ah, I, mean, we, I don't know if we talked about it. That last movie, Nemesis. Nemesis seems like it is everybody's first movie. Everyone involved in the entire project, the writers, director, cinematographer, actors.
0: Oh, dog, watch the special features on that. That episode was basically written by Brent Spiner.
1: The movie was written by Brent Spiner. That
0: movie, I mean, it wasn't. Oh, okay. it was written by Brent
1: Spiner's good friend. Oh, right, right. And then he gave him all the ideas. Yeah, all those good ideas
0: about the. It's got all those great actor interferences, like uh, I'll do this movie if I can drive a uh, an off road vehicle in it.
1: Yep. Oh, and uh, Patrick Stewart interview talking about how great it is that yeah. and how it's. He gets to have
0: that jeep fight in the desert. Yeah, how that's what everyone... While a much more functional shuttlecraft does nothing. And
1: how that's what everyone really wanted, you know? Yep. He'll tell you. That's what everyone was really looking for out of this movie, was a chance to go off-roading. And you're like, I don't know.
0: What if Data played another twin, but this one was retarded? <laughs>
1: yeah, how many different Datas can Data play? Can we just keep introducing more Datas? I mean, he well, played all. No, those... he just
0: plays his own ancestors in every goddamn show. <laughs> yeah, he
1: plays all you the. Better Soons.
0: believe he'll be in the new Star Trek as Dong Soong or whatever.
1: <laughs> I hope his name is Dong Soong.
0: Oh yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be Cantonese. <laughs> it won't make any goddamn sense.
1: None of it made sense from the beginning. Why is his name exactly like Khan and Singh?
0: Yeah, but because different. Gene Roddenberry knew a guy.
1: That's just so. I I hate it. I hate I hate all of it, and yet. I spend all of my free time on it, and we spend all of this show on it. Yeah. And I hate oh, it. We've only
0: done 45 minutes on it this time. I
1: hate it. It makes me so mad, and I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop, this is like
0: This is like how Katie can't not read political articles that are going to make her angry. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, fi- I finally understand this phenomenon.
0: That's just Star Trek for you.
1: Yep. All we do, if you just look at like our Google Hangouts, seriously, for like the last six months or whatever, it's just nothing but...
0: Oh, yeah, this is not the only time we no. bitch about Star Trek. You would Trek. think
1: this would be more than enough, but this is no, not, it's even not the beginning of it. Well, all we do all that day... That doesn't
0: even prime us. It's
1: just comment back and forth about the horrible, shitty episodes we're watching. Yeah. So bad. And, uh, uh, like,
0: Katie's enjoying this run through the next generation. Non-trivial chance we have to watch Deep Space Nine after this. Well,
1: I'm watching them now. And I
0: hated that the first time
1: around. I'm watching them now. I, I leave my... Most of my musings for DS9 I leave off of Hangouts. Sometimes I will bring you a DS9 musing, but uh, I don't want to burden you with that, you know? Because those are inexcusably bad.
0: I've said it before, uh, notably in the pilot episode for this podcast that we did not release. <laughs> yep. And I will say it again, that show goes off the rails 15 minutes in when the wormhole is discovered. That's
1: right. First episode, when it becomes clear what the premise of the entire program is, that's when it's ruined.
0: Slightly interesting premise of the show is ruined.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's a really bad show. It's really, it's, I'm we saying. want to do
0: a show about a backwater station where like they don't have, they're not, it's not the flagship and they're not out on exciting adventures. I don't know. How about a stable wormhole is discovered that makes them the most important place <laughs> in the universe? That's right. And also the commander of the ship. It turns out that he is, like, a mystical prophet.
1: Yeah, dude, you can thank Ron Moore for all this fucking bullshit. God, I wish he was dead.
0: And then it's like, this is the only important place
1: to be. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he is a god, and this place is the only place in the universe that matters from now on. Yes. Yeah. Exactly correct. Yeah, dog, I say it's inexcusably bad because it, it trades off of the next generation and then just does it all worse. Just across the board, worse. Worse than a show that we have just talked about for the last 40 minutes about how bad it is. Yeah. It's worse than that, and it only exists because of that, and it's constantly trading on the characters and themes and everything that came in it. And it's like, wow, you've made the same show, but 100 times worse. Congratulations.
0: Okay, so I thought of an episode of The Next Generation that might be worse than Clues. Okay. It's Second Chances. Oh. Two Rikers? Two Rikers. Too Many Rikers. Just, well, That's what okay, of.
1: so Too Many Rikers was the original title. Two Rikers is what Marjon calls it. Yes. And it is actually called Second Chances. Uh, too Many Rikers.
0: It's. Po- I haven't seen it yet in this run. It's possible that that episode is worse. It's
1: really not good. We know that.
0: And, uh, uh, but you better be sure, Deep Space Nine, make sure we get that second Riker.
1: That's what I'm talking about. They bring back things from... Next Generation that no one ever wanted to bring back. We didn't need hey, to see Thomas Riker
0: ever again. What do you think that other Riker's up to these days? I hope he's dead. Yeah, right. It was a dumb idea.
1: I hope the Gandhi, as Picard calls it, I hope it crashed into a fucking star. I hope, I hope this script
0: that someone found in a box of unused Star Trek the original series scripts never got made.
1: <laughs> <That's> right. <sighs> yeah, dude, everybody that you didn't want to see again. Loxana Troy. she makes like five appearances. In DS9. She just keeps coming back.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I just have, a like, a, a picture memory of her holding Odo's bucket. Yeah. It's, uh, as he falls apart.
1: And then fucking... Due to
0: some shapeshifter disease. I don't know. Oh,
1: you know what was great? I loved all the scenes with Vosh. Well, she takes off her wig. That makes him feel better. But... <laughs> I loved... Fuck you. <laughs> I loved all the scenes in TNG with Vosh, but no Patrick Stewart.
0: No, let's make sure we get that. Those were
1: my favorite scenes. want just... to see what
0: she's been up to with Q. Yeah,
1: just Vosh and John Delancey. Uh, but no Maybe Patrick he Stewart. could
0: box Cisco, Oh,
1: Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, so bad. So bad what they've done.
0: Maybe they could do a bunch of James Bond parodies. Oh,
1: that's... Well, the, every show has their dumb holodeck adventures. Uh, did TNG have recurring holodeck adventures?
0: Just Moriarty.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. So that counts. Now he's
0: only in two episodes. Still
1: kind of counts. Yeah, and DS Nine starts to have recurring holodeck adventures, and Voyager has nothing but recurring holodeck adventures. It's the worst.
0: No, most of the time though, in the hall, oh Dixon Hill.
1: Oh yeah, that too. That's uh, that's only two, also, right? Or maybe three. I think
0: there might be. uh, Well, there's if you count First Contact, there's at least three. Yeah,
1: I think that. I think it ends there. I don't think there's another Dixon Hill after that.
0: Because there's the big goodbye, and then there's. uh,
1: the one with
0: Guinan. Uh, Guinan goes in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's relevant to anything. Nope,
1: I think that's just to show that that still exists. And same thing. That's just a cold open. Same thing with the other one. Uh,
0: uh, by the way, is his secretary racist in that? I think so. Because she's definitely... She's... She, she's definitely smells shit when Guinan comes in there. Yeah. Looking for Dixon Hill.
1: Comp- she didn't say to the computer, dress me like it's the 40s and also make me white.
0: Yeah. That's what she should have said. Yeah,
1: then she would have gotten a lot better treatment, I think.
0: Uh, and then Picard uses a Tommy gun to shoot up all them Borgs.
1: Okay. No, you're right. That does come back. I think that's
0: nominally from Dixon Hill, Hill. One of those
1: shite movies. Yeah. Mm, uh, Action Picard.
0: Well, but most of the time it's Fistful of Datas or yeah. New Vertiform City or... Uh...
1: Yeah. Agreed. Uh, any of the times Picard plays an extra in a Shakespearean thing or whatever. <laughs>
0: whatever yes. <laughs> or oh fuck oh, or data doing a christmas carol oh
1: yeah that's not good that is not good. oh
0: my god hey what would he sound like if he was doing a high-pitched British
1: oh, voice? hybrid spider a clot of mustard oh, god he must have been lobbying all the time for more acting can i do more and acting? data's
0: like odd oh, and picard's like oh data you're really this is coming along you
1: are Whereas, killing it
0: by the way uh when Data is going to Picard's nudie painting class, he shits all over him. Yeah, okay. he is not a supportive friend like Picard is for Data. does not
1: return the favor at all. Yeah, fucking asshole.
0: Dog, this is our longest ever episode. Of this <laughs> I
1: was see, of- all, all of this is us talking about D.H. We got to
0: wrap it up, but clearly I am still hot.
1: Well, do you have a song that you'd like to end with? Because I know normally you have something sort of. No, I didn't
0: even up. load some shit no, up. Are fine. you kidding no, me? No, it's
1: fine. It's fine. We'll go into it. We'll just. We'll just end this because this is.
0: No, I feel like we talked about something like. A uh, hundred years ago, we talked about a song that I could have played.
1: Well, it wasn't Look Back On Your Way, because you don't have that. And it wasn't... Oh,
0: uh, well, uh, this app's all frozen up anyway. <laughs> okay, fine, it's fine. I remembered what it was. Everyone just remember Jimmy Sharman's boxers.
1: <laughs> don't remember it, it doesn't matter. You won't remember it, so don't worry about it. And then we'll, yeah. uh, we'll see you all on the flippity-flop.
0: I mean, can you imagine anyone coming back after this?
1: That's... Come back at your own peril, I guess. I'm out.
0: Don't fuck a hot dog bun. (laughs) Well, I gotta say that all the time. (laughs) Please subscribe.